0: That indeed, and we wish you a very, very, very wonderfully beautiful, good Saturday morning. You've got more than money, you've got Gene Diggison, you've got Alyssa Young, forever young. Uh, and we're here to serve you in any way that we are able. We are the most relevant r- financial show on radio. I have uh, declared that, uh, <laughs> know that to be a fact and to be true. Because at this moment, we're the only live radio show actually responding to our audience, letting you set the agenda. So when you talk to uh, your host, Alyssa Young, you are setting the agenda. You are getting the most relevant information for you that is possible. And too many shows either have an agenda they're trying to sell you something. Call right now. Call 800. Operators are standing by. Why? Because you can't afford chairs? Why, why are they standing by? We're standing. Oh, that's a good point. Well, but that's by choice. True. That's by choice. Keeps our energy up. Mm. Plus, you, you know, it's a little... I mean, for you, standing is like boring because you're not <laughs> moving at 17 miles an hour or some <laughs> such stuff. So uh, welcome to More Than Money. If you are a loyal listener, you know how this works. If you are joining us for the very first time... And you're wondering, most relevant financial show? It's pretty easy stuff. All we have to do is follow your lead, answer your questions, uh, respond to your observations, and um, provide you with the most um, appropriate information that we possibly can for you personally on topics like Retirement, that's pretty common. Social security strategies, should we keep life insurance? How about long-term care planning? Um, gosh, estate planning, wills and trusts and medical powers of attorney and um, goodness, executors and guardians. Guardians, Eey, I was, uh, that's a challenging one. Oof, really, really challenging. Uh, could be topics like investing and how to protect yourself during goofy markets not that I mean recently everything's been smooth sailing mm-hmm. so a lot of folks are not really concerned about goofy up and down volatile markets but mm-hmm. you know those could happen. maybe they could happen. they you know markets go up and down they have cycles. so if if we ever enter a cycle of increased stock market volatility, you want to know what your options are. you want to know what those are available. 401ks, Roth IRAs, Roth conversions, becoming Jewish and owning a Roth. Very, very nice. Uh, all of these are perfectly appropriate and so much more. One of the great um, joys, I think, and I, I'm i going on a very out on just out a inch and a half on a limb when I say for both of us is how interesting your questions really are mm-hmm. cuz we can come up with generic categories you come up with this is my life this is this is where the rubber meets the road for us this is really serious stuff and specifically here's the combination of factors and uh, gosh in uh, in your career with us you have now seen Amazing combination of factors.
1: Yeah, it's really fascinating, actually, how different um, everyone's life is and everyone's scenario is. And I, I um, enjoy that learning about it and the challenge of helping them solve a problem or find a, the best, you know, most appropriate solution. It's very cool.
0: Yeah, the word appropriate is one that a lot of you are going, yeah, I get that. I mean, appropriate is uh, the, 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 the right one for us. In our world, it's even more important that the word appropriate be there because there are no such things. When you talk about regulators, you talk about the SEC, ooh, FINRA, you talk about Department of Labor, you talk about the federal bureaucracy that wants to bring the full weight of the federal government down to crush our souls. Their litmus test is is what you are recommending appropriate Is it the correct thing? Is it in the best interest of your client? And we have the decided advantage. We're live on radio for two hours a week. So we get to hear not just from our clients, not just from the folks, not just those of you who have uh, honored us by coming through the doors of our More Than Money World Headquarters, but from all of you who uh, either call in 610-720-7900 or email Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A, at AskMTM.com, Gene, G-E-N-E, at AskMTM.com, or go to our website, morethenmoneyonline.com and send us uh, questions there. You're sharing all that with us, and we get to learn more and more and more and fine-tune, fine-tune our recommendations to fit exactly you, If you are further afield or you want to share our show with someone you care about that's further afield, coast to coast, border to border, if they have internet access, they have the show. They go to our website, morethanmoneyonline.com, morethan, T-H-A-N, morethanmoneyonline.com. Hit the listen live button and they are fully engaged. Uh, no Nazareth football last night.
1: Not last night. What happens next? We play tonight, seven o'clock at J. Bernie Crum Stadium. Nazareth takes on Allentown Central
0: Catholic. Should be a good game.
1: It should be. Yeah,
0: exciting stuff. Yeah. Uh, Andrew might play more than a quarter.
1: <laughs> He'll play the whole game tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's,
0: it's a big game. Number so.
1: nine's excited. He's ready.
0: Uh, so we wish them great luck. In um, your family's real celebration yesterday.
1: Yes, my daughter Juliana turned 13, mm-hmm. so now I have two teenagers in the house.
0: Well, at your age, it's to be expected.
1: <laughs> Thanks.
0: And she enjoyed her birthday.
1: Uh, yeah, she did. And yeah. she was
0: looking forward to getting up bright and early this morning.
1: <laughs> she wasn't excited about getting up bright and early, but she um, is looking forward to playing soccer today. So she is on her way to a soccer tournament in Westchester, and... Um, It will continue tomorrow. So today she's going with Dad and Nana, Mm. and they're in the car right now. And I will be taking her tomorrow morning for the rest of the games.
0: So from all of us, all of her more-than-money family, and, of course, from Gina and Diane, we send our love to Juliana, and happy birthday. And play well today. Enjoy yourself. Have a ton of fun. It's a gorgeous day out there, if you don't count the fact that when she left home, it was 38 degrees. (laughs) really, really chilly. But once you get moving, you're going to be fine. Just take your sweats with you so that you can make sure you stay uh, loose during the breaks. I said,
1: do you have a sweatshirt? She's like, I have two. That's excellent. <laughs> excellent. Yeah.
0: She's not carrying around a lot of extra insulation. So uh, <laughs> we got to, got to make sure she's a okay. So happy birthday to her. Uh, indeed. Um, Toasted and Roasted, open for business as we speak. Mike and Allie are down there serving up the best coffee in the Lehigh Valley. That's my own personal opinion. That's not verified by independent scientific analysis. But
1: I saw a new photo of the shop, and it is looking really snazzy. Their new
0: sign looks great, doesn't it? It's
1: beautiful. Yeah, it really
0: is. Uh, their uh, building, uh, the, they uh, lease their office from the gentleman that owns it, is beautifully done. Just beautifully done. You hear stories about landlords and tenants kind of being at odds. Not here. Uh, I don't know the gentleman personally. I just know that uh, he um, treats his um, his uh, tenants with respect and treats his building with great care. Great care. And uh, they made sure that their sign was in keeping. It's a beautiful building. They have uh, a neighbor in the building that's uh, right next door, and they wanted to signed to blend nicely and it mm-hmm. worked out perfectly. So yeah, we're really excited for them. And, uh, they continue to make so many friends. So many of our listeners are so kind. Oh, mm-hmm. they are so kind. Uh, they stopped by uh, broad and in uh, center and they let them know that they're coming down because they heard us on the show. And gosh, um, my favorite is a quad shot of espresso espresso.
2: <laughs>
0: <clears throat> it's, um, uh, Well, it just gets your blood moving, you know. I'll say that's (laughs) as you might expect. High
1: octane coffee.
0: Uh, That's uh, uh, but their 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 lineup is so um, uh, what accommodating for every taste, not just guys like me that are on uh, what ninety four octane or whatever that new new stuff (laughs) is that they're out there selling, Um, but um, tasty treats and lots of beverages both coffee teas and uh, energy drinks and but most importantly their clientele every time i go in there i don't fail to have somebody come in that has a big smile mm. and has met them the business has only been open for a few months but obviously they've made lots of friends starting with our audience so yeah, thank nice. you to all of you who have patronized uh, tnr toasted and roasted and if you get down there make sure you said hey Heard about it on the show. That's a good thing. Good thing indeed. Gunther up at Hager's uh, Furniture in Palmerton today. If you want to have an experience, it's like going home, like uh, the way America is supposed to be small town America, main street America, family run businesses that really treat you with respect. Um, and by the way, Gunther says he's cooking breakfast. And if that's even remotely true, that's a reason to go right Definitely. there. Definitely. That's all it's you need to say. Fantastic. So head up there indeed. Uh, 610-720-7900. Gene at AskMTM.com. More than money, uh Phillies won last night. Uh, come from behind win in the playoffs. The first round of the playoffs are brutal. Best two out of three. One weekend. Every game for the Phillies are in the opposing team's home park. It's an uphill battle, yet they won the first one. And I predicted after the first game of the season, it would be the Yankees and the Phillies in the World Series. And I'm still in the running. Cool. So keep your fingers crossed. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. 720 7900 Husband and wife, right, uh, watching, I'm sorry, listening to your show we are you were talking about a, f- using a financial advisor, not an annuity salesman. <clears throat>
2: Big
0: <clears throat> yes. difference. I, Big difference. <clears throat> I may have mentioned that. Once or twice. Or several thousand times. <laughs> uh, when trying to determine what type of annuity would be appropriate for generating a monthly income, I'll be re- retiring from Vanguard. Isn't that interesting?
1: Retiring <clears throat> from working at Vanguard? Mm-hmm. Oh, he okay. works at Vanguard. Okay, all right.
0: Um, a lot of you. Uh, unless you understood how all these things work, would go, wait, wait a second, um, 29 years? Why would you not use them? We already understand. Uh, at this point, my wife and I would like to lock in some, and this is in quotes, pension-like money. Mm-hmm. And we've looked at SPIAs. I've gotten quotes from, and he mentions, two different annuity sales groups.
1: Okay,
0: uh, Very uh, loud sales groups mm-hmm. Buy here, buy by here. Call now that, that kind of stuff. Ugh. Uh, both are brokers, uh, for annuity companies. I've talked to our planner at Vanguard. However, he isn't able to provide much guidance on that topic. Uh, That's really not surprising. Uh, not what they do. Not
1: surprising, but unfortunate. Oh for, yeah. For oh, Vanguard oh, and its oh, clients. Please. Yeah, <laughs> sure.
0: Um, There are a fair number of topics that Vanguard does not Mm. have um, exposure to, a fair number of topics that they're not engaged in. Vanguard is, to its credit, really focused on its core business, which is creating and and offering um, mutual funds and exchange-traded funds of various types to their investors. That's their core business. Do they also have some form of... Financial advisory, sure. Does it cover all the bases? Yeah. Not it's so limited. Long. Limited. Yeah. Limited is a very fair word. Uh, I'm looking to get some help to determine if this or another annuity product would be more appropriate. I'd also like some guidance on how much I should set aside. Okay. I've heard to cover your basic living expenses with guaranteed income. That is a combination of Social Security and annuities. Mm-hmm. So there's someone at your firm who might be able to assist us.
1: There are like six people <laughs> at our firm who could assist you with that.
0: So let's start with the topic of how much um, guaranteed income should a um, person who's entering retirement be looking for?
1: Sure. Um, so I, you've heard me use the term income floor. Uh, and that is a term to represent the amount of money you need every month to cover your necessities your basic expenses the things that you must pay so your utility bills pay for the gas in your car the stuff that you need to live um that would be the, an income floor would be income that would equal those expenses so the
0: phrase that i often use is how much do you need to be happy to be healthy and ha- know that your bills are paid mhm so that's Perfect. that's exactly the same uh, concept so everybody's number
1: is different thank
0: you very much yeah,
1: so it's important that before you dive any deeper into this which annuity do I want that you have a grasp on what that number is how do they know uh, you have to look at your bills you have to look at your cash flow yeah. t- look at your checkbook look at your credit card statement and figure out an average what's an average number for the, a month that covers all of those bills. It's really important to have a handle on what that is. How much are you spending? How much do you need to be able to spend? How much do you want to be able to spend?
0: And, of course, one of the concerns that a lot of people will offer is we've never been retired. We don't know. So the guidance that I have given people for eternity, almost the moment that in my certified financial planner training from a 1,000 years ago, all those books were on parchment. They were so nice. And there's a lot of quill pens involved. Mm -hmm. (sighs) It's been a long time where they said that you will spend 70% of your uh, pre-retirement income in retirement. Hmm. And I went, how the hell would they know that? Yeah, And why would that be the same number for everybody? And the answer is it isn't. Nope. You will spend... It has been my experience. This is not academic research. This is a 1,000 years, 780 years of experience working with thousands of folks. You will spend in retirement what you're spending now. You'll spend it on different things, but you'll spend the same amount. So we have folks who come in, they make $100,000, and they spend 70. That happens to be 70%. We have folks who have $100,000 income, and they spend... Give me an example. Uh, Ninety thousand. Ninety. Oh, <laughs> well, easily
1: and one
0: hundred and ten thousand. <laughs> oh, or hundred. Oh, we we've not many because most of the folks that show up at our more than money world headquarters like are far smarter than that. <laughs> but are there folks who are spending more than they are making? Yeah, mm-hmm. which is why. Hey, I'm sixty eight. I'd like to retire next year, and I need one hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year of income. And uh, what's your house worth? Four hundred. What do you owe? Uh, two hundred. Oh, that's not dreadful. Well, we refinanced a year ago, so we have thirty more years on a two hundred thousand dollars mortgage. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we have one hundred and fifty thousand on a line of credit. Oh, and we have eighty thousand dollars on credit cards and, and two you go, car loans and two car, exactly. It's exactly as opposed to most of you who are out there going, "Are they nuts?" And the answer is yes, yes. And of course, we also have folks. They make a hundred, and what do you spend? Uh, we have to have at least 2000 a month. Yeah, <laughs> yes. you, you have to have at least 25000 a year, and you're making a hundred. Oh,
1: uh, no sweat. <laughs> and, and
0: you're going, so that might explain why your 401k is $900,000. Right. Well,
1: it's important to have, while you're talking about those things and looking at those numbers and saying you're going to spend what you spend now, also to think about how may or how do you want your life to be different in retirement, mm. because some people have a plan to relocate oh. or downsize oh. or buy a second house. So thinking about talking about mm. that is really important because not all spouses are always on the same page uh, about what their life's going to uh, look like. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so,
0: And if you disagree, your wife is right. So, so let's fast forward. <laughs> we have determined what our dollar amount is. Yep. So now this gentleman has indicated. So if, if he's looking for guaranteed income, uh, that is a combination of social security and annuities What's your target income? Subtract that, your Social Security. That's how much you've got to fund.
1: Right. So now what we do is go to our annuity specialist partners and say, here's our goal. Here is some information about our client. And they help us determine what that premium needs to be, how much you need to set aside to accomplish that income goal. And different annuities have different payout rates. Mm. So... It depends on what type of annuity you get. Your premium will vary. For example, Mm -hmm. a SPIA has the highest payout
0: rate. Now, SPIA sounds like something you might want to spray to get it off of your plants. What does SPIA (laughs) stand for?
1: A single premium immediate annuity.
0: Ah, so this is one check to the annuity company, and the immediate part says my income starts... Ooh
1: immediately how about that <laughs> yeah.
0: so in tra- in essence he's he and, and, and she are going to trade some piece of their life savings. For a guaranteed stream of income.
1: Right. What he called pension like money.
0: Ah, very nice. Every
1: month that check comes just like your Social Security, just like a pension would if you had earned one from your employment.
0: So folks who, and there are very few who get pensions these days other Mm -hmm. than government employees, teachers, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of folks that go, well, in the old days it was great because people had pensions. You can create your own pension like.
1: Yeah, that's right. Um, With a SPIA, it becomes an immediate income stream. So every month you get a check or a direct deposit um, for the amount of money that you're promised or planned for. And how sweet is that? Every month it's like your Social Security comes in, your annuity pension income comes in, your bills are paid. And then that means that the rest of the assets that you've accrued and invested and saved are, are available for you. They're still growing, hopefully. Uh, They're invested in a long-term strategy. They're available for you for those discretionary expenses, special things, emergencies. You still have access to that money, but you're not worrying about outliving it because you're not withdrawing heavily from it because you've got this monthly income stream coming.
0: That that you cannot outlive.
1: Right, because it's guaranteed to come for as long as you are alive.
0: Still, the number one... um, concern number 1 anxiety about retirement for most folks what if i outlive my money mm-hmm. well if if done correctly as this uh, gentleman and his wife are planning on doing you won't be able to outlive your money
1: right so it's complicated mm-hmm. because how much money you can get every month in your from your annuity depends on your age, hmm. your gender. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it because women are expected to live longer.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, from the same for the same amount of money, they'll get less every month than a man who's the same age because mm-hmm. his lifespan is expected to be shorter. Um, so the the amount of money you need will vary on a few different things.
0: And you can choose to have the lifetime income based on just him hmm just her
1: mm-hmm.
0: or, or a joint both yeah. Of them, yeah you can smoke a joint and then decide <gasps> no Gene, no that's no. not what no that's... it
1: means two lifespans oh two life... oh totally sorry, different. i'm sorry about that's that it's
0: totally different <laughs> wow and that took an interesting turn yeah. because that's that actually is much more appropriate yeah when you think about it yeah it, it is know, two lives oh, instead God. of Hmm. Yeah. So
1: anyway, moving on. um, (laughs) (laughs) um, One of the things we can't even scratch the surface in this conversation unless we spend the whole show talking about annuities, which I don't think we're going to do. No. Um, A single premium immediate annuity has one thing that some people might consider a downside. What's that? That is once you give them that check and they turn it into a stream of monthly payments for the rest of your life, that's it you no longer have access to a lump sum a cash value of your annuity it has become annuitized mm-hmm. it is now that's what it is it is now a monthly income stream it's not an account you can withdraw mm-hmm. a lump sum from other types of annuities do have that account value where if you decided i don't need this monthly income stream anymore i want to take that chunk of money back you can also some of those other um annuities might have more attractive death benefits. If mm. you're interested in that chunk of money that you're turning over to be to generate income. Mm-hmm. If you're interested in also being able to leave that to your kids, a spia is not the best solution for you. If those if you have other priorities as well. To so if
0: I'm hearing you correctly, these folks would benefit greatly from spending an hour or two to explore options.
1: Absolutely. And
0: look at pros. Ooh and cons. Nothing's perfect. Um, the only uh, person that can decide effectively what best fits them is them. That's right. As long as they have all the information in front of them to make the right choice.
1: Can I give a really quick example oh, please, of it? Please. Yesterday I met with some new clients of mine. Braggart. Uh, yeah, he always says that when I say I have a client, Braggart. Um, we did an annuity audit they have a variable annuity that he, the gentleman has owned for 11 years. Mm. And now they're thinking about, well, let's look at income options sure. because his wife will be working a couple more years before she retires. Did the annuity audit. It's a is, variable annuity. Is he
0: already retired?
1: He just retired earlier this year. And she's still year. working? Yes. Uh, what a guy. Mm. <laughs> um, turns out the annuity they have, which they have not turned on income yet, mm. has in a very, a very high what's called fee drag the fees Ugh. in this annuity are more than 4%. Ugh. And so the effective growth rate over the last 11 years,
2: 1.6%.
1: So while it has a 4% income withdrawal benefit mm. and the, the benefit base, which mm-hmm. is different than your account value, sure. has grown, sure. he can do much better converting that to, for example, a fixed indexed annuity or even rolling it out into an IRA perhaps and letting it grow a little bit till she's sure. till they need the income. But there's those things people might not really understand, all the underlying factors. So annuity audits mm. are super helpful. Sit down and talk about it because you will learn some things. So if
0: you do an annuity audit, you get all of the... Um, specifics of that exact annuity in black and white so that you can compare that apples to apples to to your alternative
1: that's right and the annuity audit includes information about your alternative so you can put it side by side and say this one would give me this kind of income this one would give me this kind of income and this one has this other bell and whistle
0: that's all well and good but doing that obviously is very expensive to have that done so that's free it's what
1: it's free it's free. It's, call it, now.
0: <laughs> we're standing by. and By golly, we are standing by. Yes, we are. Speaking of standing by and call now, 610-720-7900. 610-720-7900. Alyssa at AskMTM.com. We'll take your calls, your emails. But first, happy birthday, Juliana. Enjoy your day. I know you celebrated last night, celebrate today, play hard, have fun, and, um, and win. Winning is fun.
1: Yes, its
0: seven two zero seventy nine hundred. 610-720-7900. Back after this on More Than Money. Exactly. So, uh, I, th- I thought it was more than money, but it seems to be the Stevie Wonder Hour. Just, oh, what a great piece. As soon as the horns hit. i, like, I got to cut it off. I didn't want to. Once, once, if I don't, we're going to be listening to the whole song.
1: And what's wrong with that?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. 610-720-7900. Welcome back to More Than Money. You've got Gene Dickinson. You have Alyssa Young, and we are offering you all of our experience to answer your questions this morning. Again, 610-720-7900. Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A, at askmtm.com, morethanmoneyonline.com. We have a call that came in from a young lady too shine to talk on the radio. I want to address this uh, invitation that John got to uh, uh, another a competitive financial advisory group. Mm. I want to wish uh, Juliana a happy birthday. She turned 13 yesterday. Uh, thirteen going on about thirty-five. <laughs> she is s- super smart, super talented, super oh. athletic. She is a very very special young lady, and um, before you get too over the top, you're absolutely right. I've been a very good influence <laughs> on her. Um, Bobby got to all, all the way up at uh, already up, not all the way up. It's a whopping sixteen minutes. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, sixteen minutes to. Hometown, family-run, respectful, and free breakfast this morning. Free breakfast, free lunch.
1: I don't know why you didn't lead with that.
0: Uh, Yeah, it's a good point. Did you have Yackos when we had yakko and Connie brought in Yackos a couple weeks ago?
1: No. Oh my gosh. Where was I that I I, missed that? Oh, you know what?
0: That may have been the day you were uh, boogieing for homecoming uh, pep rally. I I
1: saw hot dogs on the fridge, and uh, I was like, "Where did those uh, come from?
0: They're from Yacko. Uh huh. Free Yackos, free breakfast." Uh, fantastic I was doing
1: cheerleading stunts and Oh okay. congratulations
0: big deal oh, please um, okay so um, young lady called to shine to talk on the radio mm-hmm. she has a three-year fixed annuity and sh- her question is at the end of her three years when it matures does she get all her money back
1: yeah plus uh, your interest
0: Um. Absolutely. Now, that the, we, we say absolutely with great confidence because annuity companies rarely, rarely, rarely go out of business. But really important to hear, the guarantees that are made, guarantee you'll get your money back, guarantee you'll make interest. Um, if they're quoting interest, let's say I know that there are current fixed rate annuities that are paying between 35 and 4% over a three-year period. Yeah, All of those guarantees are only as good as the annuity company.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So one of the real uh, what uh, advantages we have at, in our More Than Money World headquarters in the Holy Land between Bethlehem and Nazareth is that we work with a, an annuity partner that does the financial due diligence, explores the financial strength of the annuity companies to give us the highest degree of confidence, there, there, there ain't nothing that's going to be bulletproof no doesn't exist I mean,
1: really what in life
0: is uh good point yeah that's very good um oh well. we're getting all deep now uh, <laughs> bottom line is that it is a very reasonable for this young lady to assume that all of her money will be there mm-hmm. her interest will be there now depending on her age if you take money out out of the annuity prior to 59 and a half you you will Definitely owe tax, income tax, but you may own a, you may owe a penalty. If it's over 59 and a half, the penalty tends to drop off.
1: If it's in an IRA.
0: If, pardon me?
1: If it's in an IRA, right? If the annuity is non-qualified money, then there's not a penalty. Oh,
0: no, there is. Before 59 and a half? Sure. Absolutely. No questions. No ifs, no ands, no buts. I don't think we should be talking about buts on the radio. So. No qualified non qualified if you take money out of an annuity prior to fifty nine and a half there is a ten percent early withdrawal penalty and you pay tax on the profit you'll look it up yeah, you, I will. you'll be fine you'll be fine so uh for this young lady let's let's uh, assume John if you had to guess how old would you think the young lady who called was <laughs> ah so let's let's say fifty seven Let's say she's 57 years old. She's nice and young and her annuity has come due today. Can she take the money out? Uh, yes, but it may be painful. What option does she have? Well, I I can uh, almost certainly guarantee that the current annuity company will offer her the option to stay. Um, the interest rate may be attractive. It may not be. It may be in her best interest. It may not be, but she can stay. Or she can do what's known as an exchange, a 1035 exchange from the annuity company that she's with to an alternative annuity company, perhaps even one like that we talked about earlier, a SPIA. Mm -hmm. She can go to a variable annuity. She can go to a a fixed indexed annuity. She's got tons of options. And uh, by the way, we keep saying tons of options, and for a lot of folks out there, their head starts to hurt. They go, oh, I don't think I really want tons of options. Well, um, interestingly enough, if this whole process is done correctly, if the process of analyzing options is done correctly, it starts with a, a financial advisor, a trusted, experienced financial advisor sitting with you and spending anywhere from five to 50 minutes. Understanding you and what you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. Hey, here's who I am. Here's how old I am. Here's what I've got. Here's what I'm trying to do. Here's my goal. And that will start to narrow the focus dramatically. Hey, I'm very conservative. I don't need the money immediately. I want to defer it for three or four years. And I want to know that my principal is protected and I get a decent rate of return. Wow. This sounds an awful lot like a fixed annuity. (laughs) So we don't have to explore every single option so that your head hurts. Narrow it down. Narrow it down so that they are are appropriate, that they fit you. And now we're looking at two or three or four options, pros and cons, simple English, simple English. I know a lot of organizations like to get... um, What's the word? Jargon. A lot of Mm -hmm. jargon, Mm -hmm. Uh, which is why watching football for my wife is so challenging (laughs) because the announcers are using phrases that they know that all the football fans are already are familiar with. But she's just learning (laughs) and she's gone. I don't I don't. What did that mean? What did that mean? Why did he put his why did the referee put his his hands on his head? What did that mean? So there's um, jargon free zone. That would also be our more than money world headquarters. We are a jargon free oh. zone.
1: Should I get a sign that says that? I,
0: I like that. Make a note. <laughs> Make a note. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred Alyssa at askmtm.com, more than money online com. John received an invitation from a financial services company if he is willing to uh, have a consultation with them. They will give him a $100 gift card to a very nice restaurant. Uh, Interestingly enough, uh, this starts out with this is not a seminar, so you're not invited to sit and be forced to eat dinner with a bunch of strangers. You are forced to eat dinner with yourself. That could be strange enough right there. Well, if you know some of it. Anyway, um, bottom line is that they are uh, offering you a, um, oh, there's got to be a better way to say it than bribe. They are offering you an enticement. They are offering you a they are bartering with you uh, some of your time for uh, the opportunity to sit with them and, uh, and, and and have what they refer to as a hmm, second opinion. Where have we heard the, that before? Uh, this uh, particular group—it's a uh, father-son. Uh, I see now that they are now uh, in Bethlehem, so they have been in the Poconos, Stroudsburg, East Stroudsburg area for quite some time, oh, and now I, they're in Bethlehem as well. I've seen
1: the name, I've seen the. Um,
0: and I have uh, two things to say about them. They better buckle in, buddy, <laughs> oh. fellas. Uh, they're they're a nice group. <laughs> um, yeah.
1: I wasn't expecting wasn't no. expecting you to um, follow that up. No. With,
0: Most of the invitations nice- we get are from is yuck. Please mm-hmm. run to the other side of the of the world. Stay away from them. Um, they um, are very honorable. They've been around a long time. There are lots of folks, especially Dad, who's been around. Gosh. I've been around seven hundred and eighty yeah. years. He isn't even close, but but he's been around a long time. Uh, his son has been around a long time as well now because Dad's very old. And uh, so there are a number of topics on here. They're very straightforward. They're they're not hype. They're not over the top. They're not called now, called now. Mm-hmm. There, there's there's that isn't what they're doing. So. Um, I am respectful of what they are doing, despite the fact that, of course, they are trying to piggyback on all the good stuff that we do. And yes, Alyssa's looking at us and going, "Yes, we do that. Yeah, yes, we do that." Now, is it possible that they uh, um, aren't up to our standards? It's possible. Uh, it's more than possible uh, because we have taken uh, the um, we we have taken the route of bringing in, uh, you're going to have to, what is, oh, you, yes. We have uh, made the choice uh, to not try to be all things to all people. While their list attempts to do that, uh, what we do is that we have uh, incredibly skilled and trusted specialists in those areas. So while they list, for example, Social Security as a topic that they will discuss, I guarantee you that our Social Security expert, Mr. Mark Pacek, knows way more about Social Security than either of these very nice gentlemen. Very nice gentlemen. And I'm not sure. Let me cheat because John was kind enough to bring it right here. Uh, estates, sure. Um, will there be some discussion about states? I'm sure there are. Uh, <clears throat> do either of them know anywhere near about a state? Um, planning and estate administration as much as keith stroll There's answers i guarantee no you, way. not, not even close so uh we are um we are what's the word blessed blessed <laughs> oh, thank you that is a great word that we we are absolutely blessed indeed uh how are you Good. How are you? Uh, he's, my, talk, he's
1: not talking to himself. No, he's reading um, an email. Although
0: <laughs> schizophrenia means you're never alone. So uh, my question concerns inheritance tax law in Pennsylvania. If the beneficiary of an estate inherits not money, but a unit in a co-op building. Does that beneficiary owe inheritance tax on the value of the property? Trying to help a friend who is facing this situation. Thank you in advance for your advice and your help. Do they owe inheritance tax on the value of the property?
1: I don't really know much about co-ops and how the ownership works. Just think think real estate. Absolutely. Yes. Then yes. You owe inheritance tax on the value of real estate that you inherit.
0: Does that question surprise you a little bit?
1: That, that someone wouldn't know the answer to that question?
0: That someone would ask if uh, inheritance tax is only charged on money.
1: Oh. um, No, it doesn't surprise me, actually, because it's confusing. <laughs> <Excellent>. <laughs> and people don't know. Like, that's one of those things that you don't um, necessarily have any preparation, education, or experience learning about. So... Um, no, I, I'm not surprised. at Excellent.
0: That's an excellent. Per- I'm, I'm very glad you added that perspective. That is true. Um, we, uh, I'll pick on me, 780 years of experience. I have either been directly involved in or uh, involved on the periphery of phew, hundreds of estates, hundreds of estates. The average person will get connected to or directly involved in one, two, if they've involved in three, that's like crazy talk. So yeah, it's not a topic that that you would expect to be familiar with or be expect to have any kind of real detail on, especially when there's so much misinformation around. Make sure you avoid probate so your taxes go down. (laughs) Those two things don't belong together no probate and taxes are not connected uh state of pennsylvania has their own inheritance tax death tax Uh, federal government right now for the vast majority of americans uh not bill gates not not elon musk but for most americans who have estates under
1: Uh, 11 million dollars and
0: if you're married
1: 22 million
0: 20, 22 million plus yeah. if you don't have an estate above 22 million plus and you're married the federal government's not even interested um, the laws for the state of Pennsylvania are very different the laws of the state of New Jersey are very different the laws of a state, the uh, estate oh laws God. of New York are incredibly different so yeah it I I should not be surprised I should not be surprised Mm-mm. Uh, when you think about uh, the role of the executor, one of the primary roles of the executor is to ensure that the rules, the the, the tax laws of that particular s- state have been followed. And the first step is to make sure that they have totaled up, inventoried all the assets.
1: Mm.
0: Cash, stocks, bonds, real estate, personal underwear, property. personal property.
1: Underwear.
0: I know. Doesn't that sound like
1: fun? Oh.
0: Oh, it's dreadful. Yeah, people, and I've seen families be fractured because mom and dad picked, um, John and I are brothers, they picked John, and now I'm pissed because they obviously, they like John more than me, and Mm -hmm. I should be the executor. And if you really knew what was going on, they would realize... They don't like John. Meanwhile,
1: at all. John's like, "Why am I being punished? <laughs> what, are,
0: what, is, what is this crap? What did I do
1: wrong to deserve this?"
0: <laughs> Mom always like Gene better. <laughs> I got to put up with this crap. Um, it's 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 not fun. No. Nope. It's it's simply not fun. And and what makes it less fun? All the, again, you most folks have never gone through this, so they think the executor is some. Um, king of the world that gets to decide stuff
1: no you don't get to make decisions you just have to follow directions
0: follow directions if you can follow a recipe you can be an executor and oh by the way if you're one of those kind of cooks my wife's a good example she starts with a recipe and then she freelances and it always turns out fabulous as a meal yeah don't do that as an executor don't (laughs) don't be freelancing um john i know mom wanted you to have the house but uh we got you a bicycle. We're going to mix it up a yeah, bit. Yeah, we're going to just, you know, I'm making, I'm kind of on the fly here. <laughs> kind of like spitballing. But uh, yeah, we thought you'd like a bicycle better. That would get you in Except, some trouble. Excuse me? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> I think I have to kill you now. Oh. Woo, another exa- another estate to settle.
1: <laughs> and if if you bury the bunny on your property, do you do you we tax We still don't
0: break? know. I have used that question. We had a question, what, three weeks ago. If there are remains. remains buried on your property, do you get a tax exemption? And I've asked it on radio. I've asked it on TV. Both TV shows. No one has responded. <laughs> Somebody's got to know the answer to that. Make sure when you see Keith next, you ask him.
1: Thursday. Look,
0: if I bury um
1: gene i mean whoa no, no,
0: no, no. whoa that went off the rails pretty quickly Ouch.
1: i'm just trying to give him an example oh yeah work. yeah
0: just an example just, i'm just trying to give you an example i, might not, I may
1: or may not be conspiring with diane that is her real name. No, no. i'm only kidding
0: you realize that and this is one of yeah, everybody likes to leave a legacy with with the the now never-ending, uh, years-long uh, suggestion that, that she, Diane, if that is her real name, is, uh, is uh, conspiring to uh, effectively bump me off in right. some secretive and, and, and skullduggery way. It doesn't matter how I die. 85% of the people at the funeral are going to be going, I think she did it. I, th- I think she finally did it. <laughs> but he but he died of a massive heart attack on air. Everybody watched. I think she arranged it. I think uh it's you know, there's potassium chloride. You can if you use that it looks oh like my a heart God. attack. I yeah. S-
1: like it or not, she's going to get credit slash blame. <laughs> That's cool.
0: <laughs> Why did you list credit first? What is huh? Credit slash blame. That's actually that's actually very well said. Oh that's, geez. Oh just hey, we're just having a little fun. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's not true. I don't know that really.
1: <laughs> help me. What is your code like a code word on the radio? Then, pineapple.
0: Pineapple. <laughs> pineapple. He said pineapple. Oh my god. Send Nine one one. Nine one one one. What is your emergency? Gene said pineapple. All right, you, you hang up, buddy. <laughs> 610-720-7900, Gene at AskMTM.com, MoreThanMoneyOnline.com. The election is less than a month away. Make sure that you have that circled on your calendar. Uh, December uh, 3rd is less than two months away. Circle that on your calendar as well. That's a very uh, special day as uh, the first Saturday in December always is for More Than Money and the folks that we care about, our clients, our customers, our audience. Um, please join us at the More Than Money World headquarters in the Holy Lands between Bethlehem and Nazareth. That morning, as we do a live radio show, Santa Claus will be there celebrating and uh, entertaining the kids. And the word entertaining is pretty high on the list. If you've ever seen Santa Claus floss, you will lose uh-huh. Uh-huh. your mind. I got in
1: trouble for sharing video of Santa Claus nah. dancing with our partners. There
0: was no trouble. There was no <laughs> trouble at all.
1: Dirty looks from, from. Chad. Oh, that's a different
0: story without a doubt. So please, uh, there'll be, uh, uh, gifts and, uh, more important than gifts given, um, this year again, uh, we'll be raising funds for the Children's Home of Easton and, uh, helping that wonderful organization help have a positive impact on so many young people, giving them a chance. And if you've heard some of the stories, not just a chance, but a real opportunity to turn their lives around and have a wonderful lives. They now have stories that are generational. Hey, I was at the children's home. I'm now a grandmother. I have wonderful kids. I have wonderful grandchildren. They turned my life around. They gave me a life and my, I have given life to my kids and my grandkids. That's breathtaking. So, um, We're not that excited about receiving gifts on December third. We're really excited about giving gifts to the children's home, and uh, we'll say uh, just to get your get your uh, mind in gear. um, Our more than money team will match every single dollar. So bring your checkbook, bring Mm -hmm. your credit card, bring your cash, bring boatloads of cash. Um, let's see how painful you can make it for Jean. <laughs> Actually, Diane writes the checks, so we'll see. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> That's where they start. We enjoy your program very much. We always learn something from Alyssa.
1: What? That's not what it says. I it guarantee that is it's not it. what it no,
0: says. No, I threw that part in. Yeah. Uh, I will be seventy one in November. When am I required to begin my RMD? I understand the IRS uses the December balance of my IRA. Finally, what is the percentage they will require? Thank you very much. Okay. So when he he turns seventy-one in November, sure. when does he when is he required to start?
1: So next year. Okay. Because he turns seventy-two, right. will be the first year of a required minimum distribution, or or until april of 2024
0: yeah that's pretty weird that's it is. rare
1: rare yeah. rare um, and
0: is it december balance
1: of next year well yes december 31st 2022 balance will determine the rmd for 2023
0: right and rough percentage four four roughly 4%. so for every hundred grand about four thousand bucks pretty straightforward there are wrinkles you want to know more gene at askmtm.com Alyssa at askmtm.com and of course if you want to queue up for the top of the hour after top of the hour news 610-720-7900 head north to Palmerton go see Gunther at Hager's maybe you'll see Gene there a little bit later too back after this on more than money to More Than Money. You've got Gene Dickinson. You have Alyssa Young Forever Young. We're going to change your name legally to forever. You can sign your name F Young and they're going to go what does F stand for? Forever. That's weird. Okay. Uh, moving, Thanks for the suggestion. Moving right along. <laughs> uh Bobby to Walsh up at Hager's in Palmerton. Uh, I think I have been enticed that I will probably go that direction as well following the show. Um <laughs> that's pretty good stuff. Um happy birthday to Juliana. Is she what time's her first game?
1: Um nine fifteen.
0: So she may still be listening. So we hope uh,
1: that... she's she's not anymore. Maybe Zach and Cindy are, but um they had to be at warm ups at ah, eight thirty. So she's, so she's getting ready. She's probably on the sideline now and they're uh, stretching and it's almost game time.
0: And happy birthday to her. We're going to talk about in-service rollovers here in a moment. Mm. Um, but six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. we let you set the agenda. So whatever is of highest concern to you, whether it's the election, whether it's markets, cray-cray, ups and downs in the markets, we ended up still with a net really strong positive week, but started really amazing and then ended amazingly dipped Ugh. so lots of interesting questions you may have there if you have questions about rising gas prices if you have questions about how to vote correctly in the election if you have a question <laughs> all right never mind that no, so, don't so, don't no, ask so, for that no, no it's, that's just if you have questions mm-hmm. about what types of makeup remover to purchase i now have some experience yeah. in that i area. was gonna say
1: which one of us is the expert on makeup remover Hint, it's not me. <laughs> it's Gene.
0: I, I know. It's just, nothing says manly man like bucket O makeup remover. That's just
1: He comes back from recording the PBS TV show and he needs to go into the bathroom and chisel off the makeup that he has to wear it for the camera.
0: Chisel. Carmen does a great job. She is a true professional and she's a sweetheart and she's my friend. So it doesn't change pump the fact that you have
1: a bag full of makeup remover. You got
0: there's <laughs> being on TV and being like human are two very different yeah.
1: things. <laughs> yes, it's true. Jeez. Yes, it's true.
0: Uh email says tell Alyssa.
1: Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
0: <clears throat> and this is from a very loyal listener okay. and 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 a really smart guy. If you bury a body on your property, yes. make sure you to plant an endangered plant species on top, <laughs> so that it's illegal to dig it up.
1: Oh, thank you, Diane. Did you hear that? Yeah.
0: <laughs> you're going to get a tax break on yeah, this. You still uh, did
1: not answer the question about the tax break. No, but thank nobody you for knows. That t- nobody knows. There's
0: got to be an answer. I personally, I think it's illegal. I don't know that you're legally a Allowed to bury a body. like you know. You, so this home has uh, four bedrooms, two and a half baths, and it has a lovely backyard. Oh, and Agreed. a mausoleum <laughs> where the former owners were buried. What?
1: <gasps> what? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not a legal expert. I'm not sure.
0: I'm not a legal expert, and but I do play one on TV. <laughs> Actually, the
1: makeup. (laughs) I don't.
0: You are. You are. You are.
1: Are. Amazing. Okay. (laughs)
0: uh, Question. She says, I'm going to be taking money out of my Roth 401k. My question is, will this count as income? I am assuming yes, but I want to make sure because of my medical insurance, which goes by my income. So is Roth uh, if you take money out of a Roth IRA, is it counted as income?
1: No. Because, oh, why would it not Because be? it's not taxable. You already paid tax on it as income before you put it in.
0: Um, it is a interesting question. It is certainly not taxable income. The question is, is it income? So my question would be, because I don't know all the rules. Uh, she's talking specifically about the P.A insurance program. I don't know what that means.
1: Oh, penny insurance is um, one of those places you can buy private health insurance. Okay.
0: So you got private health insurance. Is it, is it kind of like the Obama exchange kind of thing? I believe so. Yes. Okay. So the question I would have for the CPAs listening out there who want to bail us out or Diane, if that is her real name, if she is listening, uh, would be is would would tax-free municipal income that you get from tax-free bonds, would that count as income against the, the income requirements for this type of insurance? And if the answer is yes, then I think Roth income would as well.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because I'm pretty sure money you take out of a Roth doesn't count toward income when it comes to figuring out if you owe a Medicare premium surcharge. So I think for the same reason, it would not affect this.
0: That's a very good theory.
1: Um, And that's one of the reasons that diversifying your retirement accounts and having a Roth and a taxable account Mm. is a good idea because it doesn't increase your income for Medicare premium
0: consideration. It's almost like you've studied some of this. I have. 610-720-7900. We go to the phones. We talk to Steve. Steve, good morning. Good morning, Gene. How are you doing this morning? We're doing good. How may
3: we serve you, sir? Well, uh, let me give you a little background about myself and my wife first. Uh, we're in our late seventies. Uh, we own our own home. We're debt free, and we have some money tucked away. So I found out that uh, the Pennsylvania estate taxes have changed to thirteen percent instead of seven and a half percent. No. And what I'm what I'm trying to find out here is um, what's a good way for my wife and I to protect what we've worked so hard for so we can pass it on to our two great sons.
0: Oh, very good. Uh, First of all, I'm going to give you some very good news. It's going to make you very happy to learn that uh, passing your estate to your sons will not be at 13%, and it will not be at even 7%. It will be at 4.5%. Oh, great. Yeah, Pennsylvania uh, inheritance tax is uh, ascribed by the relationship, and your sons are your direct descendants, so it is a much lower number. So that's very good news indeed. The second piece of good news is that if you sit with a trusted, experienced estate planning attorney— they will be able to tell you exactly what your options are to avoid as much of that tax as you can. In my opinion, you shouldn't try to avoid a great deal of it because that would mean you would give up a ton of control. Late 70s means you've probably, we hope, have 20 or 25 more years with us. So you don't want to cut yourself short in order to save your sons a couple bucks. I guarantee you, both your sons want you and your wife to be happy and healthy and financially independent for all of your lives. But four and a half percent, not thirteen, so that's fantastic. And you should sit with an attorney to make sure that your estate documents do exactly what you want to do.
3: Okay, I got that information from a. a Bank executive just last week. At yeah, you, when I heard yeah. That. Make
0: sure yeah. that when you talk to that bank executive, you have that person call me so I can straighten his butt out, so or her butt out, so that they can <laughs> stop giving bad intel to their clients.
3: Okay, because right. she was in, uh, uh, encouraging me to buy a, a invest in a an annuity there at the bank uh-huh. that would escape any of these taxes. I don't want to talk to James. Yeah,
0: and Steve, that that part is not true either. So, yeah, sadly, this, this individual needs a little extra training. So send her or him my way. We'll get them squared away.
3: I will do that. And, oh, by the way, Daryl Oaken uh, does our taxes for our hunting club. He does a great job.
0: Oh, Daryl
1: got a shout-out
0: Thank today. you so much, my friend. <laughs> God bless you, sir. You take care. You too, sir. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Fantastic. Daryl got a shout-out. Nice. I love it. Um, yeah. Uh, the words second opinion have <laughs> oh, been God. prominent this morning, and this is a really good example of not just um, – The concept of second opinion, but the reality
1: that upsets me
0: well, as well. It should somebody who's uh Steve and his wife, late 70s, and somebody at the bank says, You know, your kids are going to pay 13%. No, they're not.
1: And this annuity, if you put
0: it into an annuity, they won't pay any tax. Wrong, that's
1: so bad. And
0: you notice I didn't ask what bank or what the person's name was because we're not here. To create that kind of a problem, but we are here to solve the problem of if you hear something that sounds too good to be true, or if you're just not sure you're getting the right information, as Steve did, it took him four minutes to get the right information. Mm-hmm. Just call us. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred, just call us. It's uh it's it's a lot of folks are confused. I have had over my 780 years of experience, literally hundreds of folks say, why, why, why are you why are you giving away all this information for free? Why do you go on air and help all these folks and that they, they don't pay you anything? And I say, well, first of all, they do. Did you hear, Steve? He was a happy guy. What, uh-huh. what, when you're able to give somebody the right information and make their day, ugh. It almost made it worth getting up at 4:45 this morning.
1: <laughs> That's why we do it. Almost. Circling um, so back to the question earlier from the last email you read on whether money out of a Roth 401k or Roth IRA would count as income, um, Diane, if that is her real name, mm-hmm. it is. It's her real name. Uh, confirmed. You do not include wa- Roth distributions uh, in your income.
0: Excellent. Excellent. That was the answer that this young lady wanted, of course. Yep. So, again, talk about we're always happy to give the answer you want.
1: <laughs> well, uh, well, well we, we won't tell you well, the answer not you want if it's wrong, if no, that's not true. we're not going right? to fib.
0: <laughs> Fibbing, that's not good. <laughs> we, we Some say you did. We say we didn't. Right. Did you fib? We didn't. We didn't
1: fib.
0: 610-720-7900. We go back to the phones and we talk to Robert. Robert, good morning.
4: Hey, uh, how you guys doing? Uh, first long-time listener, first-time caller. You know, had to go there. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, My question is, I'm 47 years old, married, and I've been uh, sticking a few bucks, you know, a few extra bucks into a... Uh, a uh, mutual fund that invests mostly in uh, you know the large you know blue chip companies. And my question is, um, with the uh, market as it is, as you know, going you know, <clears throat> as it is, excuse me, um, do can I continue to look at this as you know, hey, I'm getting these shares at a bargain. And um, keep on uh, investing or do I take a step back and take a um, more conservative uh, approach to uh, what I'm doing?
0: Uh, Is this money, Robert, intended to be there for a short period of time or a long time?
4: Uh, I'm currently looking at uh, very much uh, long.
0: Very good. Um, And could I ask the name of the mutual fund?
4: Uh, It's the uh, T-Rope Price uh, Blue Chip Growth Fund.
0: Yeah. uh, So, so Robert, you have made this remarkably easy for both Alyssa and I because that's a fund that we're both very familiar with. Uh, You have already answered your own question in your question by saying, Uh, Is it best to stay on track when I'm buying bargain shares? Mm -hmm. And the answer is, oh, yes, indeed. Uh, T. Rowe Price, until 18 months ago, was off the charts incredibly successful. And in the downturn in the stock market, they, they have taken a downturn as well. When the stock market rebounds, not if, When spring follows winter, so when it rebounds, T. Rowe price should, if the management stays on track, do very, very well. So if you're sticking some extra dollars into a fund and you can buy it at a discount, which is what you're doing now with T. Rowe, you will be rewarded in the future when those shares, many more shares, extra shares go up. Uh, with the rebound, so my opinion, you stay right on track.
4: Okay, thanks, Lightman. Very helpful.
0: Uh, God bless you, sir. Take care. Thank you. So, is there a downside to somebody investing long term in blue chip stocks?
1: No, 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 it's radio.
0: You can't just shake your head. <laughs> it's, it's radio. It's like I have to train her every single week.
1: <laughs> no.
0: No, there really isn't. <laughs> um, if, if the answer had been different, if it had been, well, yeah, I'm going to need this money at the end of next year, the answer's got to be, geez, that's the wrong spot to be in. You've got to use the right tools for the right job. He's investing in high-quality companies. Blue Chip is the name of the fund, and that, that's maybe painting with a little bit of a broad brush, but it indicates to most people very large, very successful uh, companies with long track records offering products that most people want. Yep. That's pretty good stuff. Yeah, it is. And if you can buy it at a 20 or 30% discount, that's even better so that you've got way more shares so that when the market does come back, long-term, long-term. By the way, long-term, a lot of folks say, what does that mean? That's a little vague in our world, if your three if your goal is three years or longer, that gets us in the right direction. If it's five years or longer, our confidence level goes up pretty significantly. In Robert's case, if he's in his mid forties and he's looking to maybe use this as a supplement for retirement, we're looking at twenty years. Yeah. Oh, he's this is ideal.
1: It is. Good it's job, ideal. Robert.
0: Indeed. Yeah. Wow. You give him a little attaboy there. That's right.
1: Nice. We got an email. Please. It says, please clarify. Uh So This is going back to our conversation about withdrawals from Roth's accounts and whether they Uh count as income. Uh So listen to the nuance in this question. I inadvertently converted too much money from my IRA to my Roth IRA in 2021, and now my Part D premium has tripled. Not sure yet what my regular Medicare premium will be. Are you saying this Roth conversion should not count as income toward my Medicare premium? Thanks for a great show. No, that's not what we're saying.
0: Well, let's start with thanks for a great show.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. And thank you for thanking us.
0: Thank thank you for exactly. Thank you for your thanks. Yes. So, yes, sadly. It's not what we're saying. No,
1: because the conversion is different than a withdrawal from a Roth account. The conversion is taking money out of a taxable account. It is taxed as income when it comes out of the IRA to put it into the Roth. So that's why it affected your income. Withdrawals from a qualified account that is pre-tax dollars were invested in IRA or a 401k or a 403b or a 457b. All of those, um, that money in there was not taxed yet. So when it comes out, it is taxable income. And that includes the the act of converting to a Roth. So Mm. sorry that happened to you. Your um, Medicare or Part D premium hike is temporary mm-hmm. uh, for a year. It stinks, but it's only for a year. And um, it'll come back down when your um, next year's income is shown as, um, you know, back to normal levels.
0: Unless they do another conversion.
1: Yeah. So now you know, though. Now you know. Exactly. Be stay aware. within the thresholds.
0: Be prepared. Be aware.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, lots of different, and, and I like the word nuance, lots of different nuances around IRAs contributions people go uh well i want to convert but i'm only allowed to convert seven thousand dollars no that's your contribution limit your your conversion limits are very very different and uh i want to take money and convert it so that's a roth so it's not taxable no (laughs) that came out of a standard it is yeah so if your head starts to spin just a little bit yeah, that's, again, the time for a trusted tax advisor.
1: One other thing to keep in mind, even if you're not Medicare age and you're doing um, Roth conversions during the year, is that uh, it will affect your taxable income. And you might need to make estimated tax payments mm-hmm. in order to avoid an underpayment penalty when you file your income taxes. That's something I didn't know um, before I worked at MTM. And I did Roth conversions. I had a rollover. Uh, I took a 401k my, from my first job. Mm-hmm. It had been in an IRA. And I decided with the help from my financial advisor to start doing Roth conversions into a Roth IRA. But he couldn't give me tax advice. Ugh. So I was doing these Roth conversions and not paying tax, income tax in advance or you know during the year at all proactively and ended up with an underpayment. Penalty.
0: How is it that a financial advisor couldn't give you tax advice?
1: That's very common, actually. Common? Unfortunately.
0: Yeah, it really is. <laughs> and that uh, really catches a lot of people off guard, mm-hmm. uh, particularly if they find that out after they've engaged the advisor. Yeah. Uh, not uncommon at all for somebody to say, hey, I'm not really happy, or maybe I'm making a change, or maybe I've never had an advisor. I want to start with an advisor. And uh, maybe they do that in June, July, August, and the following spring they say so i have this tax question i cannot answer that for you i am not legally permitted to answer that for you and that that's probably i'm guessing but i i I think i'm right more than half the advisors out there cannot
1: yeah i am so grateful that i am here Hmm. where i have learned so much about taxes i knew a lot about a you know decent amount about investments and mm-hmm. IRAs and all that stuff. You know I had that background and I have experience in it, but not in taxes. Mm-mm. Um, so I've learned so much from the NTM team about taxes. That I mean, really, I had no clue.
0: <laughs> well, and <clears throat> you know, most people don't really care much about taxes. They you know they'll <laughs> pay whatever the government asks them to because you know the government. Is such a good steward of our resources, <laughs> and always spending money in the most appropriate ways. Uh, That's in, gross. Uh, we two gross. weeks ago, uh, our good friends uh, Chad uh, Ruprecht. Many of you know Chad because he's your advisor on our team, uh, and his uh, and his life, his a lovely wife, uh, which came out life. His lovely wife Angie, uh, Diane, and I spent uh, a week in Minnesota with Chad's family, Mm -hmm. just glorious, just glorious. Um, As it turns out, uh, just after we got back, it was announced that one of the largest um, fraud uh, operations in American history was based in the Twin Cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul, and it was using the Government PPP program mm. and this organization constructed bogus documents and they were able to relieve the federal government of, are you sitting down? No. No. Okay. Two hundred and fifty million dollars. Whoa. Uh, it's staggering. Uh, and fortunately caught, is the money recoverable? That's not clear at all. So the government has taken every dime you've ever paid in income tax, every dime I've ever paid in income tax, maybe every dime everyone listening this morning has ever paid an income tax, and they whizzed it away. That's shocking. Oh, it isn't. Sadly, it isn't. Nobody listening is going, well, I can't believe it, because they're always so top of the shelf. No, they're not. It's become... Um, what's the word, just accepted Mm. that the federal government is wasting tremendous amounts of our money. They are not good stewards, they are not good overseers, they put in programs on the fly with little or no oversight and then they're shocked when hundreds of millions of dollars disappear, every dime you've ever spent that you thought was being put to good use for perhaps the protection of our country through defense or perhaps the alleviation of suffering for folks who need help desperately or for any other really wonderfully appropriate reason that a government exists. Gone. Gone. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not I'm not real unhappy about that. <laughs> not real um, unhappy.
1: The soccer game score is one zero. Juliana's team has one. Nice.
0: Uh, we have a quick question. I need to roll over $50,000 from my 401k and I originally planned to put it into my Roth IRA. I had, uh, the trust company withhold tax. Am I correct in thinking that the $50,000, which I roll over is the principal, which I can withdraw at any time. Is there a limit on the amount I can withdraw? I'm 51. This is the only savings I have for retirement. However, I am comfortable with the idea of being able to withdraw the principal if I should need to. This is one of those interesting um, – got to connect the dots. It was in a 401K. She requested the money go to a Roth IRA. On the first first, uh, knee-jerk reaction is you can't do that. But she actually had tax withheld, so the 50 became 40 or whatever. That went into a Roth. So it appears that the conversion was done appropriately, appears. We'll assume that. And her question is, can she withdraw the principal? And the answer is yes. You can't take out a deferred interest on a Roth prior to five years, but you can take out principal. So, um, um, Have we used this for bumper in the past? Is this ABBA? It's not ABBA? Um, Okay, I'll get it later. 610-720-7900. Gene at AskMTM.com. Alyssa at AskMTM.com. Back after this on More Than Money.
2: (laughs) To disco down and checkout.
0: See, that was a hint. Uh, cause John uh tomorrow night's gonna see Johnny Mathis. No. He's gonna see ABBA. He's certainly not gonna see Gladys. Are you Knight. going to
1: the state theater?
0: Not for Gladys Night. Oh. I knew it was Gladys Night. <laughs> I knew that. Johnny Mathis is in two weeks. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred Gene at askmtm.com. More than money online dot com. We have a clarification. Uh, Alyssa, picking up on details. Very important. The young lady who's asking about she did a conversion. She went from her IR 401k to a Roth. And her question is, can she take out the principal? And the answer is yes. But?
1: But because she's younger than 59 and a half, there would be an early withdrawal penalty of 10% on any money she takes out before 59 and a half, even if it is her principal.
0: hmm so, uh, she says, "I need to roll." I originally I had them withhold. Withhold. Does it sound to you like the wording? It it started out with it sounds like it's a plan, but it then it morphed over into it sounded like it's a done deal. Mm-hmm. So these are questions that should have been asked before it's a done deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very very mm-hmm. important. One of the things that we bump into uh, is folks that are asking questions after the fact. Um, when we do account transfers, if it's an IRA or other retirement plan, an account transfer is pretty straightforward. If it comes over in the assets, the funds or the stocks or the bonds that it's originally in, that's fine. If it comes over in cash, not a big deal. If it's an individual account or a joint account, a taxable account, it's a big deal. Yep. Uh, too many um, advisors when they get their knickers in a twist because they've lost a client will decide, well, so you want me to sell everything and send them a check and folks who don't understand the impact will go, uh, I guess. Okay, sure. And that may cause significant tax problems. Once the, um, uh, understanding is clear, we can bring over the assets exactly as they are and then make those choices. Timing wise, we have
1: all the information,
0: cost basis, and capital what, gains. <clears throat> precisely right. So, for example, we might bring over an account right now that's worth I'm picking a big number, a million bucks. And let's say that the cost basis is a small number, $200,000. There's $800,000 of capital gains. And the client says to us, I want to sell everything and go into a different direction. We go, hmm, okay, but. Be clear, capital gains on $800,000, something in the $160,000 range. And they go, sure, I want to do that. Okay, but be clear, if we wait less than three months, you can push that off for over a year. Oh, well, then let's wait. Yeah. Or not. Yeah. But at least they have all those facts. At yeah. their disposal.
1: I I recently worked on a case um, for new clients with, with Diane. That's it's, it's really cool. Um, they they came to us after self managing their money forever, <laughs> and have some specific charitable giving goals, large goals. Um, this man is um, a, a active part of his church, and he's on a committee to help the church figure out how to build a new building like oh, a cool. big it's a big project big cool. project and they need right. a lot of money mm. and this couple wants to donate a sizable amount of money a couple hundred thousand dollars wow, to the good. cause so That's cool they're like how can we do this in a tax efficient way mm. and we have roth iras we have regular iras we have inherited iras we have a joint account we have all these options and they needed help mm. so they came to us because we can provide the financial guide, uh, you know, financial advisory guidance and the tax guidance. So, nice. Diane and I collaborated on this, and um, I'm really excited about being able to help them solve this puzzle.
2: Mm.
1: And that one of the accounts was a joint account, has a decent amount of capital gains, n- not as much as what you mm. talked about, mm-hmm. but um, in this scenario, we figured out that they can actually contribute all. will sell all the holdings of that joint account and contribute them to a donor-advised fund. Mm. And then we figured out that in order for them to be able to deduct that entire amount of the value of the account from their taxable income as a charitable deduction, we needed to increase their income by doing a Roth conversion so that they can give the money, keep it invested, so when the church project is ready, it's there without owing more taxes. And it was a really cool puzzle to be able to solve, and we did that by using information in the Schwab accounts, doing some tax planning with the tax software that Diane uses, uh, and they're happy because it accomplished their goals and didn't, you know, hurt them in a, in tax, you know, in the tax realm. So it was very, very fun to be able to strategize.
0: It is fun and it is a problem solving process and it involves lots of moving parts and the end result, you have to smile. (laughs) The only organization that kind of gets pushed to the side in this situation is the IRS. (laughs) And that makes me smile even more. They just wasted 250 million bucks of my money. So the fact that we're not going to give them more to waste <laughs> makes me smile. Yeah. And the fact that you can help somebody, these folks clearly are high quality people. Oh, yeah. They clearly want to make a real difference, uh, not just in their lives, but in the lives of everyone who attends that church for decades, generations to come.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And you help them. Diane you helped them do it in a way that was a little more efficient a little less costly a little more elegant a little more sophisticated yeah
1: you know I think they needed they're they're smart mm-hmm. um and I I think he does a good job of researching things and documenting things but needed the the backup the reassurance you know the second opinion the somebody looking over his shoulder so knowing that we did all crunched the numbers and looked at it together and figured it out. He felt confident that uh, it was the right thing to do and we're moving forward. So I'm happy to help do that. And I'd also be happy to go to that church committee and explain mm. some examples of things we can do to help other people be able to support the project as well. You know, well, that's
0: an excellent idea because obviously the church, if it's a significant expansion, um, however much these folks were able to help, There's a lot more to be done. Uh, There are so many generous people in the Lehigh Valley, so many incredibly generous people in the Lehigh Valley, supporting great organizations. Bobby Gunther Walsh uh, appropriately gets pretty emotional about how generous his audience truly is. Folds of honor, blowing the doors off of a goal that we didn't think was even possible. Children's Home of Easton. Uh, animals in distress, just tons and tons of generosity. Most folks don't think about, they're not even sure, I'm not even sure that they would be uh, aware enough to think about am I am I able to do this in a more efficient way? Is there a a more tax advantaged way that I can help? Do the things I want to do anyway.
1: Yeah. Well, like the people from uh, church who came in this week and they have their RMDs from their IRAs that they don't need because do you, do they you have... think
0: that's where I was leading you yeah, from? Uh, okay.
1: Yeah. It was a segue. It's a radio term. Nice. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. They, they have pension and Social Security income that is enough. They don't need any more money. But they have these IRAs with required minimum distributions mm-hmm. that they don't need to spend. And they said to me... We've just been putting that back into our joint brokerage mm-hmm. account and it's all just in a money market. And I said, well, you know, and I know they give to our church. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, we can use those RMDs to donate directly to the church, at least part of it, all of it. You know, whatever your goals your are, choice. we'll figure that out. Mm-hmm. And then you don't have to pay tax on those. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it is. Big smile. <laughs>
0: big smile. Yeah. Now, uh, big smile for a slightly different reason. Are you ready? Ready. We got an email, a little bit of a snark. Um, mm. I sent this email to you seven months ago and not, have not received a response. Mm. I saw your show this past week and Gene again reiterated. I don't think I reedit reiterated on air because that's rude. <laughs> that's, <laughs> please, uh, that all questions are answered. I say it every single week. Uh, although unlikely to be answered as part of a show is this in fact true if so i would appreciate a response as i am hopeful oh having all the re- oh oh god. oh
2: god
0: was that uh, that was a burmese mountain Dora dog scream yawn um so i uh, my my initial reaction was oops gosh i hope we didn't mess up
2: mm-hmm.
0: but we uh, Hmm. As you might expect, a professional uh, advisory company might. We keep pretty good records. Yeah, we do. Uh, uh, CRM systems and notes and emails. Yeah, we keep pretty good records. So, uh, Mr. Snark... Um, uh, if that is his real name <laughs> 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 nicely, Good played. Call, John. <laughs> nicely played nicely played. <laughs> so for Mr. Schnark, uh, did a little bit a uh, little bit of research and found out that his question was answered yeah. uh, he was responded to and then in his uh, infinite wisdom decided not to engage. And that didn't happen just once it happened twice. So when I sent him an email, um, that was, um, in its own subtle way, equally snarky and, uh, basically suggested to him that if, uh, you want to get your knickers in a twist, you better not count on the fact that we don't know that you're being a doof. So we politely, that wasn't we, it was me, we politely, all right, it wasn't that polite. So I snarkily suggested to him that he stop watching the show, stop listening to our radio show, and stop emailing us. Yeah. And so now I have three different instances where his emails were answered. This last one was, the answer was, go away. Just go away. We have so many people, and I tease Alyssa about, she says, I have a client. Braggart. Um, <laughs> you, you're in a very busy time. I am. We have a fair number of folks who have been very engaging, yes, very responsive. They wish to team up with you. They wish to be part of um, a joint effort. They want to be an active part of the success of their financial lives with you, mm-hmm. as opposed to somebody who's a snark master who says, yeah, hit the bricks, go away. I don't want any snark masters. Oh, we don't need any snark masters. No. There are so many, and uh, snark masters are are so convinced of their own superiority and value you must have us as a client you must bend over backwards seriously Mm -hmm. we have wonderful clients I mean seriously wonderful clients Mm -hmm. who are smart fun engaged respectful uh, hard-working willing to do their part more than willing to do their part in working with us to accomplish really significant things like church expansions and supporting organizations and making differences in the lives. Uh, Robert earlier, I just want my boys to be okay. I don't want them to be paying 13% in tax. These are all wonderful people. So if in your heart of hearts, when you're honest with yourself in the deep dark of the night, if you're a snark master, don't send an email.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: bother bothers somebody else. It's, they have people waiting, standing by. Call now. Yeah. Call them. That's and right. And be as snarky as you want. That was the snark tank. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, we are so very lucky. Um, you've got a lot of experience now. I do. So, what percentage of folks that you have met would you put into the category of snark masters? One and a half. Uh, maybe, yeah, <laughs> maybe one and a half. Yeah, Ma- maybe. Yeah, maybe not that many. Yeah, uh, maybe not. Uh, the vast. I can think r- of a couple, oh, but that's uh, it. Uh, yeah, and and, and you would have it. you'd have to really think through yeah. it to yeah. to come up with yeah because the vast uh, 90 uh, 98, 99% of the folks that we meet are so wonderful. Yep. Um, they're, they're just a joy to spend time with. And in some cases we can help dramatically. And in some cases we can help a little bit. Mm-hmm. That doesn't change with, um, the dollar amounts. It doesn't change with wh- where are they coming from or what their question is. Uh, it, it, we, we are equal opportunity enjoyers of our clients.
1: You know what I just realized? People who are listening who don't have a relationship with us or advisors like us might not even realize what it's like to sit down in a room for our second, third, fourth quarterly review. So just to give you like a really small like peek into it, I can think of the last— a few reviews I did in the last two weeks, the things that we spent most of our time talking about, mm. um, an upcoming cruise through the Panama Canal, new kittens, um, grand, a grandson that was just born, um, home improvement project. Mm-hmm. So we know this. Uh-huh. That when we when we talk about not choosing snark masters as clients, it's because when we schedule reviews to meet four times a year, whether it's in person or on the phone or on Zoom, we're going to be sitting down for half hour, an hour, whatever it is to talk. Not as much about numbers and dry mm. IRA conversion stuff. Hey, if we've got stuff to talk about. on on the business end we're going to take care of it we're going to make sure your questions are answered we're going to go over what we're up to all that's going to get taken care of if if you want to talk about that stuff we're got we'll do it but Mm. most of the time we spend in the room is we we are getting to know you and know each other yeah Yeah. and so it's actually fun and pleasant and it's not like uh i have to talk to my financial advisor and i don't really want to deal with numbers stuff it's not all like that. So it, I just realized that people might not even think of it that mm. way until they have the relationship, but I'm talking about people I had never met before. They became my clients or, or prospects first, like where we sat down and they decided they wanted to be my clients. And that's the kind of stuff that we sit down and chat about and we laugh and
0: like, you know, like, like people who actually care about each other.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Ha-
0: have respect for each other. Mm-hmm. And, and
1: how about my phone call yesterday with my client, my client who's a freshman at Bloomsburg University.
0: Pretty cool stuff.
1: You know, like I talked to her. She was she's homesick and mm. she's not so sure she likes it there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was on the phone with her for about a half an hour yesterday. We didn't talk about her a Roth IRA, although I'm really proud of her for having one. <laughs> um, we talked about hey I, I was really homesick when I started school mm. when I went to Syracuse I was three hours from home and I didn't have my car mm. my family was three hours away my boyfriend now husband was three hours away it was really hard for a while but I uh, you know she was already convinced she's gonna transfer and mm. talk to her about it and she's maybe having some second thoughts about whether she needs to make that decision right now mm. um, so That was, our relationship was a lot more than just, you know, you should be investing and this is what's happening with your mutual funds. Uh, It it wasn't like that. And she told me that she's taking a public speaking class. And by the way, this is the client I think we mentioned on the radio once before. She decided she wants to become a financial advisor. (laughs) Um, I love that. So she's a finance major and she's taking a public speaking class and her persuasive speech she's working on next is going to be about why you should start an IRA when you're young, <laughs> I'm like, that's awesome. S-
0: send her a, a big thank you gift pack yeah. of wh- whatever's going to make her feel less homesick.
1: Yeah, that's right. Um, Yakko's hot dog. That's right. She's I said to her, too, I said, I bet your public speaking class isn't just other finance majors. And she said, oh, no, there's all kinds of you know students in that class. I said, you're all, you're going to teach them a thing or two <laughs> so about investing. She's
0: already an influencer.
1: That's right. And isn't that great?
0: It is great. It is great. We are, um, again, beyond blessed. Uh, Two of our, uh, two of my dearest friends are also clients. And uh, in both of our reviews this week, uh, we talked about prayer. And I'm quite convinced that the vast majority of the financial advisors I know um, have never had a conversation with a client that included uh, discussion of prayer in any way, shape or form, let alone the sharing of the impact that prayer can have, does have, has had in our lives. Uh, and two in one week, um, not unusual for us, no. not unusual, certainly for the clients that that we serve. So that, that makes it... Mm, um, prayerful in the sense that sometimes it's please God I need, and then sometimes it's please God thank you. One of our clients has a home in Fort Myers, mm. and Fort Myers was just trash, just devastated. Her grandson was at is at the University of Tampa, was evacuated because uh, the hurricane was was originally thought to be hitting Tampa Square. Mm. So where did he go when he was evacuated? Fort Myers. Fort Myers, and uh, the home is intact. No water uh, damage. The screens are gone. Landscaping's nah. pretty much gone. Nah. Uh, but he rode out hundred and fifty mile an hour winds, and yet her uh, discussion after describing that terror was how grateful she is. Prayers of thanks for his safety for a result that nobody could have predicted they were in the line of fire it was 150 mile an hour winds he could have been lost to them wow and he wasn't wow and that's and the kind thank of you, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you indeed how much time there sir
1: do we you? do you think we have time to answer this email i just got Go right um it says my dad recently died before he took his oh. rmd from his 403b retirement plan I now need to take the RMD on his behalf. Mm -hmm. Can that be directed to my church to avoid taxes as I could if it was my own 403B or IRA? And can I in future years direct distributions to nonprofits as I drain the account over the required 10 years? Thank you. And this is um, listeners on iHeartRadio from Lebanon County. Fantastic.
0: The answer is kind of, kind of. Uh, RMDs. Without a doubt, if he was 70 and over, 70 and a half and over, could that go as a QCD? I think the answer is yes. Can she use the inherited IRA mm-hmm. and make can he make contributions? He can, but I don't think he can, can do it as a QCD. Right. Number one, he's not 70 and a half. And, and number two, I think the rules are different for inherited IRAs. Yes, But can you take it out, pay the tax, and still make the contribution and get a deduction? If you're not using a standard deduction, the answer is yes. If you are, then the answer is still yes, just that the tax benefits would be a little less. Yes. That's all. Okay, thank you. Two minutes, minute and a half. So, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You stayed awake the whole time. I'm so (laughs) impressed. Thank you to everybody who was part. The email questions were fabulous this morning. You guys were just above and beyond Thank you for allowing us to be the most relevant financial show on, T- on, on TV and radio uh, as we answer the questions that are most important to you. Happy birthday to Juliana. Um, head up to Hager's and say hello to Gunther for us. Uh, circle the election date on your calendar. Uh, vote early, vote often. Uh, circle December 3rd so that you're part of our More Than Money Holiday event and Helping Children's Home of Easton. And if you want any connection with us at all, all you have to do is ask Uh, Send Alyssa an email, A-L-Y-S-S-A at askmtm.com. Go to our website, morethanmoneyonline.com, or give us a call, 610-746-7007. Folks, thanks so very much. Gene flies solo next week. Say your prayers. Buckle in. (laughs) Snark masters galore. We welcome one and all. We'll see you next week. (laughs) on More Than Money.